ah, the anus, I'm here. <laughs> you fart in a blow bubble. <laughs> oh, God, somebody splice that quote. Ah, the anus, I'm here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Top 5 Podcast. Join us as we share our personal Top 5 lists for a variety of topics. Each episode, we'll explore a new topic and discuss our favorite picks, ranging from music, movies, a ton of food, travel destinations, board games, roller coasters, to whatever. Nothing is off limits and everyone is wrong, even when we think we are right. Whether you're looking for new recommendations or just love hearing incorrect opinions, you're going to find a lot of them here. This is definitely the podcast for you. I'm your host, Zach Rancourt, and with me, as always, is Tom Lockhart. Hi, Tom. How are you? Uh, I, you are going to get semi-slow and just worn down, Tom, because I have been doing so much work because the in-laws are coming to visit for the first time, so we actually have to have our place put together we've never had anyone <laughs> over so we've we have painting like paintings that needed to go up and pictures that need to go on the wall we've lived here for a year and a half none of those have been hung up and today oh, i i had to take apart a bed frame move it downstairs to the garage take the new bed frame that was in the garage and take it upstairs piece by piece because it was too heavy for me and whitney to do up the stairs so i had to take it just piecemeal it all the way upstairs and then put that together. And it's just been a, a very, very long day. <laughs> Gosh, I'm sorry. That doesn't sound fun at all. I know the holidays bring sometimes the best and sometimes the worst out of us. So I feel for you. That's a that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, I I, I want to know about uh, this gentleman's plans for the holidays, too. Who is that? Eric Shane and ain't none of y'all welcome in my house. Stay out. Uh, I'm already outside, baby. I'm knocking on the door. Yeah, you stay out there. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't entertaining. Entertaining is the worst. It really is. It's it's tough. Sometimes it can be fun, but it's it's nope. more often than not. You, it's like you feel bad. like you, you messed up or something e- like even that. Even if you have like a fun party, it's like people just oh they always overstay their welcome for me anyway. <laughs> like I burn out quicker than other people, so. I'm like, okay, get out of my house. At a certain point, it's like, just get out of my house. I get it. Because we're doing a little meet and greet with my friends, with Whitney's parents, because they want to meet them. And I'm doing it over at Gordy's house. I was like, Gordy, can you host? Because I know that we can go over there. I could leave with Whitney and her parents whenever I want. And then everyone there will just stay for as long as they want. But we're we're going for like two to three hours. Here's Whitney's parents. And we're out of here. Right. Yeah. Jordan and Vicky, man. Bless them. They 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 dig host and they're wonderful hosts. So, yeah, we love them, don't we, Tom? Yes, we do. Right on. We're grateful to them. That's why that's why I always leave beer in their fridge is, you know, you got to leave beer behind. I mean, that is a cure for any remedy, some some good beer, because life's pretty hard. Um, you know, if we're if we aren't trying to avoid the next global pandemic, uh, we are just worrying about ways to cut out lattes and avocado toast in order to purchase a home in this historical housing market. And on top of all that, we've been lied to our whole lives, you guys. Sitting too close to the TV makes you go blind. Alligators live in the sewers of New York City. If you're an undercover cop, you have to tell me. 
and breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Those are all lies, I say, because these are facts, quote, facts, that our parents instilled upon us from adolescence that kind of shaped who we are today. But they were incorrect. Through time and through science, we have seen far too many misconceptions proven false. So we are here to set the record straight. We are going to be discussing our top five common myths. We are by no means experts in said category, and we do not share our list beforehand. We're just a few bozos who are gullible as hell. So, Thomas, what is your first common myth? So my first one is something that my mother would tell me all the time, and my wife actually still tells me, even though every time she tells me, I tell her, going outside in the cold does not have anything to do with catching a cold. That is not how it works. <laughs> Just because your body is cold does not mean you're going to catch a cold. In fact, the colder it is outside, the less likely you are because the cold kills the viruses out there more than the heat. It has to get really hot for it to die out there compared to cold. So every time I like go to take the trash out without a coat on and it's just like below 30 degrees, you know, my favorite temperature in the world. Uh, <laughs> Whitney always tells me to put on a coat. And it's like, but you'll catch a cold. No, I won't. I'm just going to be a little chilly and then I'll be inside. Though so that's all. I might catch something from the garbage. I mean, that's more likely than actually catching a cold from the actual cold. And it drives me crazy every time. But I love the woman. <laughs> nah. I remember being told that. Go outside with wet hair. You're, you're going to catch your death. Nah. No. I'll just be cold. That's it. I'll shiver. And we'll be good. No big deal, guys. No big no, no big deal. I mean, there is there is something to be said. I agree with you. I This is a, definitely a myth. But there is something to be said about how uh, when the weather gets colder, the flu um, transmits uh, easier in the, in the wintertime. But that deals more with... Um, the cold air being received into your body via, you know, your nasal passage, your sinus. And that's not the same way. And I think people would just think, you know, you put a hat on or else you're going to get sick, right? If you go outside, you, you, you need to bundle up. And that's just not the case. It's the correlation, not always equaling causation right there. It, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And um, I mean, I get sick when the weather shifts, but that's more because my sinus sucks. Yeah. So it's it's like when it goes from summer, then it's like a very brisk fall up here in Washington. You're like, God damn it. I don't feel good. <laughs> My sinus I'm, is terrible. I'm drinking soup right now. <laughs> drinking, drinking a pot of soup. <laughs> I am drinking a pot of soup. That's right. Yeah, I don't need a bowl up in here. I'm just straight for the pot. Why am I going to dirty another dish? Makes no sense, you guys. You know, although if you do, you could milk it and be like, actually, you know what? I am sick. Go get me some Campbell's Chunky, please. I will eat that and I will just put on my PJs. So. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could, good. <laughs> you could, you could call out sick from work. What are they going to say? No, <laughs> probably, they, they probably will probably. say no, no. Damn it. They called my bluff. <laughs> <laughs> he activated my trap card. No. <laughs> I wonder if people, I wonder what the or, or, um, origin of that is of going out in the cold makes you sick. I wonder if people just said like, you know, I, if it was some sort of lie by big, big coat company that was like, no. we, we want kids to wear coats and scarves. Probably a relic from way on past, just like we said, where you do tend to get a little more sick in the wintertime than you do in the summer. Mm -hmm. So that correlation, not equaling causation, that's uh, something of our that's modern thinking. That's us realizing after 
our years of scientific exploration that that it's not necessarily that that's not how germs are spread we didn't know what germs no. were 200 years ago you know yeah. so. just thought it was cold out and people are getting sick Aha! right <laughs> i have solved it <laughs> in college we did a statistics class for um, law and justice and uh basically you know the example they had was uh, in the summertime, you sell more ice cream cones. And also in the summertime, uh, historically, murder rates go up. So the correlation and causation that you could draw from that was ice cream makes you a killer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it a broad, crazy. Sometimes. It's broad. Strokes. With it. Yeah, it's broad strokes. <laughs> but you're like, but that's why you got to be really careful when you read the news. And it says, you know, doctors say chocolate could help cure cancer. It's like, wait, hang on a second. There's so much that goes into that. Con- <laughs> There's that a lot of things that, is <laughs> that what they said? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, that's that's a lot. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like that this is probably something that came from that. I mean, this is the time, you know, when when parents were putting a hunk of meat on your eye, if you had a black eye or something like that, or if you got punched in the face, <laughs> instead of a pack of ice, just put a steak on it. So, <laughs> Hey, I don't know if it works or not. I've never put, I never put meat uh, on my face. It, it does just because it's cold. Right. It's oh. just the, the, the temperature of what you're throwing on your face. You could throw a bag of peas on and I'd rather do a bag thing. of peas then. Why waste a good steak? I don't yeah, know. Wasting it. it says you're wasting it. Yeah. Gross skin. I'm not eating a steak after it's been on Tom's bearded face. <laughs> it's going to burn off anything if you put it in fire. Uh, he's probably breathing on it and <laughs> feed him know. the steak. Make him eat his own eye steak. Yeah. <laughs> you got to eat I'll your eat own my, eye steak. <laughs> I'll eat my own eye steak. That sounds delicious. Black eyed steak. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Literally. a restaurant, too. Oh, gosh. Um, Eric, what's your first common myth? Well, I didn't go with. Uh, Common, like your mom said this to you. Not yeah. that common. Mine are still common, though. So my first one is before Christopher Columbus uh, sailed the ocean blue in 1492, everyone thought the Earth was flat. And he proved that the Earth was round. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. They knew long before that. Educated people in the West and, and the East, for that matter, knew well in advance of Columbus sailing around the, you know, sailing in 1492 or Magellan circumnavigating the globe. They knew the Earth was round. With very few exceptions, no educated person in the Western Hemisphere thought the Earth was flat by the 15th century. Uh, Aristotle knew the Earth was spherical in 300 BC. So did the Babylonians. So did the Mayans. So did the Incans. So did the Chinese. Like, this was a long-established fact. So, in fact... Yeah, I, so that's just that particular myth is one I wanted to mention. For one, we have a lot of flat earthers who listen to this program. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. Oh my god, I was like, <laughs> uh, let's talk off air. <laughs> no, like, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, that is one that infuriates me because it's just so absurd, uh, and, and it's willfully absurd. It's yeah, willfully. but Eric, the evidence is there because I can't see, you know, China from my house. So therefore, it's the flat. Earth is round. <laughs> if it was, you would be able to see. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know. Okay. Anyway, yeah, no. Uh, Columbus had nothing to do with that. He had. He was not trying to prove anything of the of the kind. He was trying to find his way to the Indies so he could rape and pillage and steal spices and stuff. And that's you know, mission accomplished. Spice melange. Yeah. Do Columbus things. <laughs> do genocidal steely things and he succeeded did you see that flat earth documentary i think it was on netflix no uh behind the curve it's actually on tubi for free so it's 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 a bummer because actually one of the lead flat earther 
subscribers uh, lives over in Squim, Washington. Yeah. yeah. And he tried to, they, you know, were basically doing the documentary about him. Like, why, why do you think this is? And exploring the idea of this conspiracy theory. Why is it so important to you believe that you've been lied to and that NASA's lying to everybody? Yeah. And why is it so important to you? He, he does an experiment and he's trying to show that he, to prove oh, the earth yeah. is flat and he ends up proving yeah. like it's curved, <laughs> right. but he's still, it's like, he still, he, he like still won't believe it. It's like one of those, well, that's just like your opinion, man. Like, you know, like do your yeah. own research. It's like, well, no, I saw, I saw that clip on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and they, they came, they designed a really functional experiment and they said, <laughs> yeah. if this, if the earth is flat, it's going to look like this. If the earth is curved, it's going to look like this. There's the only two possibilities. So here we go. And it got the result that the earth is curved. Like, well, that's 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 interesting. Uh, well, uh, let's try it again. They tried it again. The earth is curved. Oh, um, that's just like your opinion, man. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe you're reading it wrong or, you know, we'll have to try We'll have to try something else. Yeah, you have to go falsify the evidence because the data doesn't ascribe to your preconceived notions, man. You accidentally did a science. Good job. That's called failing successfully, boys Oops. and girls. Oops, I Good. did it again. Yeah. Oops, you did a science. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Ugh. All right. So yes. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, we knew the Earth was spherical many, 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 many years before Columbus was even alive. I think that's just, you know, that is history is so fascinating because we look at um, how things like the pyramids are built and how when you, you know, you go to Europe and there are churches that are still in existence that were born in or that were built in like the 600s. And just the engineering capabilities they had with far less technology that they have now is is so fascinating. And I don't I, I don't think we give, um, you know, historians and, and people from the past uh, enough credit. Right. Like not everyone was an idiot. You're saying Aristotle knew it was curved right. way longer. And I'm sure Galileo did, too. So, like, there's tons of people who probably knew, like, no, this isn't flat. We're not we're not, you know simpletons oh, we do that now i mean with people from other countries who don't speak our language your natural your natural instinct is to assume that they're stupid yeah i know <laughs> they could be brilliant they'd be way smarter than you 14 phds and you're like burrito this fucking moron i want a burrito oh god what an idiot no you dolt it reminds me of the movie Little Big League when he's like, I don't know, man. Kids these days are smart. He's like, I went down to Venezuela. All those kids were speaking Spanish. <laughs> he's like, he's like, they speak Spanish in Venezuela. He's like, I know. That's my point. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so good. So yeah, you're, we, we, it's we just don't give people enough credit, and that's a bummer. But um, what's your oh, number one there, Zach? So my number one actually, uh, this kind of reminds me. You know, when I was younger. My mom didn't really we, we drink a lot of soda, but we weren't really allowed to drink certain sodas. So like Jolt Cola, you couldn't drink Surge. We had a sneak. Actually, we had to like rollerblade to the local Chevron station and go get a Surge and like go to the skate oh, look park. Oh, you, and you drink little it. badass. Oh, yeah. I'm a chain wallet and everything. <laughs> Nine inch nails on my CD player. Play to go get some Surge. Yeah. Go to the skate park. Um, so my first common myth is that sugar makes kids hyperactive. And that is just untrue. Uh, for the longest time, people would think that, oh, they're just going to get hyper because sugar rush, right? Like that was always a thing. And then you crash and you're, yeah, yeah, that's totally cool, right? But according to the Journal of American Metal Medical Association, you might have heard of it. It's pretty good. Uh, they published a review of 23 different studies on the subject of kids and sugar. And the conclusion, bum, ba, da, ba, sugar does not affect behavior. And it's possible that this is the, that 
wait, that it is the idea itself that is so ingrained as fact that it affects our perception. Case in point, in one study, mothers were told that their sons had consumed a drink with a high sugar content. Although the boys had actually consumed sugar-free drinks, pulled a fast one on them, you see, the mothers reported significantly higher levels of hyperactive behavior. That said, some scientists warn that sugar can make you dumb. <laughs> so <laughs> I took this from an, from an article. Um, but yeah, like, you know, especially with the technology we have now. And so Candace is a teacher, right? And we she deals with kids and just the sheer amount of kids who have uh, undiagnosed ADHD or now recently yeah. diagnosed ADHD. We have the tools to see there are cognitive issues that are causing these these uh you know learning ability disabilities and all that kind of stuff and so oh, they're just eating too much sugar cereal yeah too many too many sugar smacks too many lucky charms right <laughs> just the mallows <laughs> but it's um it's just asinine to me and again i think this might be how i was talking about toms with like you know it's it's big coat company telling you not to this might be like the the fda being like oh don't eat enough sugar which you're right it's bad for you but like it's not going to make you hyperactive nope Kids just are sometimes crazy. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Kids just do their thing. And then you yeah. see it and you're like, that's all the sugar doing that. My kid's not crazy. Yeah. I'm not no, going to feed my crazy. kids sugar and they'll be well behaved. Yeah. It's like when someone shows you a picture of their kid and they're, they're like, isn't it cute? And I'm like, no. <laughs> so, I went, How do you tell them? Oh, my kid's so well behaved. They're not, though. <laughs> Look how adorable my kid is. Ew, gross. Yeah. <laughs> they're pooping <laughs> on the lawn right now. Hey, if you're going to poop somewhere, it's mm-hmm. either the lawn or the toilet. <laughs> That's true. I, is, I, what? Yeah, those are your two options. Because if they poop like indoors, that's bad if it's not in a toilet. And I mean, you got to clean up a diaper. If they're pooping outside, just boom. All you got to do is a quick wipe and you're good. I mean, not, as long as long as you dig a hole and poop outside. Like I a mean, storm yeah. drain or something? Uh, you know, whatever they can find. I don't know oh, if kids God. should be playing in storm drains. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. This is going places. I don't know where this is going, but it's going places. Yeah. I agree. Well, I'm guessing I've it's seen, going I've to my it. number two. Is, yeah, please. Is what I think it's going to. I'm going to okay, be quiet. Twos. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to do a little uh-huh. ASMR right uh-huh. now. And just. Ew. Oh, oh. Ew. It sounds like when you do it underwater, you know. <laughs> oh. uh, <it> <laughs> One second. I got, I got a couple weird. more. Stop. No. Dude, the show's canceled. Stop. Weird the microphone. Yeah, I don't like it. Ah. It's gross. Okay. Christmas is canceled, too. <laughs> uh, so my number two is cracking your knuckles causes arthritis. It doesn't, everyone. All that you're doing in your knuckles is there's little air bubbles in your knuckles when that happens. And and all you're doing is making that little air bubble pop. Just think of it like doing like the uh, the bubble uh, stuff from that comes in your packages. It's just that. You're just popping bubbles. That's all you're doing. Um, uh, this one came to me because I was over at Gordy's watching football on Sunday. And I have a habit of just like popping my knuckles all the time and I don't even realize I'm doing it. Um, and, uh, Vicky's parents are here over from England and her mother, like she was like cringing so hard, just like you guys with each like pop. And I didn't realize cause I was just watching the game and just popping. And she was like, Oh my God, Tom, stop. <laughs> wow. And then I just kept doing it cause I'm an asshole. Um, uh, no, you don't realize yeah. you're doing it as a habit. 
Yeah, I pop my knuckles just constantly. Uh, When I used to go into the office, I would do it in the office, and I would get an email. I'd just be doing my work, and then I'd get an email that just says, could you not? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Just like, oh, I'm sorry. They used to do that for me chewing on my pencil, too, because I would just like gnaw on it while I was at work. I was an awful, awful desk mate. (laughs) It was terrible. But pop your fingers all you want, guys. No arthritis. All right. That's just the genetic thing, like, and and whatnot. Like, you don't get that from popping. It's overuse, or if you have a genetic disease, those are how you get arthritis. Okay. I hope I don't get it. (sighs) I know. I was told that, too. I was told that for a long time, because I like popping my knuckles. You know, it's... Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it too many times. Mine don't pop like yours do. Yours are very loud. Yeah, that's the thing is I can pop like each joint on my finger gets a wow. good pop. Yeah. So I get each one and it gets real annoying because it's like 15 different pops over and over again. It's uh, like it's, when those people <laughs> put their fingers together and do it and spread it out. It sounds like a cement yeah. mixer and you're just like, geez, Louise. Right. Well, Whitney will do it where like she'll like pop her back and it terrifies me it, when it comes to backs. It's like, are you going to be paralyzed? Because that sounds terrible when you do that. <laughs> oh, just apparently Ooh. doing your neck isn't great. Like it stretches your ligaments, but I don't I'm not a chiropractor nor a doctor. And I don't think I mean, I've I crack my neck all the time and I'm fine. So I don't know. I, I can't give medical advice on that one. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Eric, I mean, you could. What's your, <laughs> well, what's your second one? Speaking of medical advice, Tom, if you ever, if you and I are ever at the beach mm-hmm. and I get stung by a jellyfish, <laughs> please don't pee on me. I won't. Please don't do that. Turns out, yeah, urine doesn't actually do anything for a jellyfish sting. In fact, it could actually make it worse. So, no, you should not treat a jellyfish sting by peeing on the person. Oh, God. But, but Eric. Well, we've all wait. heard that. Yep. There was an episode of Friends, yep. and Joey peed on Monica, and it helped, and television has never led me astray. Okay. That's another myth. Uh, television has led you to many times, and that's wonderful. Uh, recently, you had a question on trivia that actually I knew. Oh, it was because of uh, it was Garfield County for the uh, smallest county. I yeah. knew that answer because of Tommy Boy. Yeah. <laughs> or not Tommy Boy, not Tommy Boy, Black, Black Sheep. Sheep. Yeah, yeah Black because Sheep, they're yeah. in Garfield County, and he's like sent there because it's the smallest county, and his brother doesn't want him to ruin the election. Like, right? I I knew an answer to an actual trivia question because of Black Sheep. <laughs> I love so Black did Sheep. you guys actually get that one right? <laughs> yeah, we got it right because I I I fought for it because they were saying other ones. I was like Garfield <laughs> County. I know this. Movies are right. <laughs> It was funny because I actually that was one of the ones I had last year for Washington State's birthday. So that was a carryover. So obviously your brain probably remembered that as well. So, yeah, sure. Why not? Not Why not? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, don't pee on me. Okay, no peeing on Eric. (laughs) Try real hard not to pee on me. I got stung Uh, by a jellyfish over the summer when we went down to Alabama. Well, we were in uh Mississippi. Then we went down to the beach in Alabama and um, and Candace's brother and I were playing football catch in the water just like waist deep water. Um, and we'd already seen a shark that day. Cause it's like, we're all, you know, swimming and stuff. And then a bunch of people start running out. And we're like, Oh shit. So that was cool. And then I'm like, man, I want to see a jellyfish now. 
And then sure enough, a couple hours later, I'm playing and I'm like, oh, my God, ow, ow. And my like something hurt my leg and I'm like, shit. And I kind of ran out. Dude, it hurt like it was it was just this lingering burn that really sucked. Um, I mean, it wasn't anything where I'm like, I'm going to die, but it, it just was terribly, terribly yeah. annoying. It definitely ruins a non-zero part of your day. Yeah. And, and then I had a red mark on my leg, too. I was like, holy crap. And then I got stung again later. <laughs> I got stung twice. <laughs> Did they all get together and pee on you? <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, that was the after party. So. Yeah, yeah, that has uh, nothing to do with a jelly fish. Sorry. That's, what we, call, that's sorry. what we call wet work, my friend. <laughs> we don't ask about those kinds of things. I'm simply saying, for the purposes of easing a jellyfish sting, don't pee on them. No. Yeah, that's... Uh, that is a myth. It's a good one. All right. What's your number two? Uh, my number two, and you guys might have it on yours, and that's fine, because I think this is just... Oh, wait, hold on. Are we all good? Can everyone hear? It just said uh, uh, disconnected, and then it reconnected. Okay, cool. Uh, you guys might have this on, on yours, and that's fine if you do, because I think this is like one of my biggest common myths that bugs me that people still say it. So I love to chew gum. Uh, I chewed it all the time growing up, and I was with... Candace and her mom and Ellen and we were on a boat and uh, Ellen, her daughter, gave me a piece of this really sugary bubblegum. Now, me, I satiate a lot with sugary bubblegum and it, it loses its flavor in like five seconds. Right. But I chewed it and swallowed it within about 30 seconds just because it was so tasty. And they questioned me. They're like, you swallowed your gum? And I'm like, yeah. And Candace is like, it's going to stay in your stomach for seven years. And I said, that is so incorrect. I can't even, I, I don't even want to have this discussion right now. You so said this relationship is over. This is over. I'm taking the gum. You can keep the the, the Snickers. I'm taking the gum. Um, chewing gum stays in your stomach for five to seven years is the myth. And, I, and it's just, it's asinine. Uh, again, it's one of those things that I feel like parents along the lines of sugar makes kids hyperactive probably created just so you didn't swallow gum. Um, what actually happens is your body doesn't digest gum. It just goes straight through you, kind of. Uh, it's like how corn works, right? Like corn, this is graphic, but when you eat it, it goes right through you. And that's why you see it in your stool. Same thing can, is, is like that for gum. I mean, our stomachs have an acid to break down foods. There's no way that something like that would get clogged. Um, especially since I'm living proof of how much gum I've swallowed in my life. I would be a walking bubblegum piece right now. If that were the truth. What a weird range. Five to seven years. Who I know. Came up with that. Yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. Like, like can, can it drop anytime before five or is it like no more, no, no less sort of thing? No <laughs> so. less than five years, no later than seven. It's throw something a, to do with your digestive system. You throw a gum party uh, at five years. Cause you're like, it's finally going to pass. So. And if it had five years, what happens to it then? It like goes out all the way or like <laughs> what, like where has it yeah, just been traveling throughout your digestive system slowly, just trucking along and it's finally like, ah, the anus, I'm here. <laughs> you fart in a blue bubble. <laughs> oh God, somebody spliced that quote. Ah, the anus, I'm here. Oh. I'm going to put that in somebody the intro write that down. <laughs> I feel like that could be a line in like Rick and Morty. <laughs> yes. I think they did uh, do that one when they did the body, the body. Part. I know they went in the body, but they didn't have that specific line. And I'm going to send it in and be like, could you cut this in? Because it's a great line. Yeah. I thought of it all on my own. Am I the only yeah. one that swallows gum because it's so delicious? I don't do it all the time, but sometimes I just can't help it. Uh, 
I swallow gum just to get rid of it. Like, Sometimes that's what I do too. <laughs> like I, I don't really have anywhere to put it. I, if there's not a trash can, I'll just be like, eh. I'll even just kind of like bite off pieces <clears throat> slowly and swallow it. So I'm not swallowing the whole thing all at once. Mm. Um, so yeah, I do swallow gum. I have swallowed gum and just been like, yeah, but no, I, I, I follow along with the behavior and I just spit it out. Yeah. I think the part of me is cause I, I like sweets. I like candy, I should say. And, if I get something like a bubblicious or like fruit stripe gum, remember when we had that? It loses mm-hmm. its flavor like immediately. So I would <laughs> yeah. just, I'm like, I'm just going to swallow this, man. It's it's so good. Mint gum, no. I, I, I usually save the wrapper, put it in my pocket, and I spit that into that. Uh, but only in rare occasions will I swallow that. But yeah, like a fruit or like a sweet gum, I'll swallow it. I'm, I'm a grown-ass adult. I can do what I want. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I'm a grown-ass adult. Thomas, what's your third? Okay, so this one's actually very appropriate because today uh, I was in the garage and I saw just the biggest spider I've seen in a very long time just in one of the corners and I killed it because that's what I do because I hate spiders. And the one thing that I would hate is when people would tell me that you eat eight spiders every year in your sleep. Oh my god, that was the most terrifying thought I've ever had, because I hate them, and I don't want them crawling on my face and all up in there, and you don't actually eat any spiders. No one does. Like, maybe it's rarely happened, but spiders would get scared away by snoring or the breath going in and out. They would not want to deal with any of that. They'd be like, no, this is not a good location. (laughs) Why would they want to go into your mouth? It makes no sense. Like... It just, none of it makes sense, but I believed it for years and years, and I was terrified because, oh, I get the creepy crawlies, speaking of spiders, all the time whenever there's a spider around. The moment I saw that spider today, I felt like the hair on the back of my neck go up. It's the only thing, like, in the world that does that to me. I hate spiders, and I don't want them in my mouth, and I'm glad that they don't actually go in. (laughs) <laughs> well, you got eight of them in there. Here's the most. Oh, God. <laughs> if you don't have all eight, you got a few more on, on the way. Gross. <laughs> terrible. That That's is a funny. Th- yeah, that is an interesting myth. And and same thing kind of like with earwigs, too. I know people would say, you know, oh. earwigs are going to crawl into your ears. I'm like. I don't even think that's why they're called earwigs, but I think in, in certain cases they can. But there has to be like a lot of, uh, you know, exigent circumstances. And uh, yeah, the spiders, spiders are great. And I'm also I don't like them either, Tom. I have like a basement unit, so we get some big old suckers here in the summertime. But like mm. I, for the most part, will try to leave them alone, even if they're in my house, because um, if they're in a corner, like they're just eating bugs, man. And I'm I'm all for that. Eat those ticks and whatever else. Well, Spiders ticks. are welcome in the garden, but they are absolutely expressly forbidden from being <laughs> inside the house. <laughs> they are die on sight. yeah i don't i don't care about spiders that are like outside like my front door area if there's some like up at the corner where my garage is whatever that's cool stay up there but once they pass the garage door line or my front door line no we're having none of it (laughs) shoot first ask questions later kind of mentality (laughs) i I believe it's flamethrower first (laughs) you go you go out of a flamethrower that's what you're what you're telling me is we need to review uh arachnophobia (laughs) for a podcast (laughs) Uh, i actually i've seen that movie and Mm. i didn't used to be as terrified of spiders so i've seen the movie and been fine with it i've tried to watch it again can't do it 
Yeah, it's yeah, the moment gross. spiders come on the screen. It's just like, oh, I can't do this. I feel like they're everywhere around me. I've been like looking in corners in my house because I saw a spider today. So now I need to check every corner 17 times to yeah. make sure that it's not going <laughs> to yep. leap out and kill me. Oh, boy. Well, I hope it doesn't kill you, Tom. Me too. Yeah. Eric, moving on to your third. Number three. This one's a little change of pace. You may have heard that the Great Wall of China is the only human-made structure you could see from space with the naked eye. That is not remotely true. You can see cities. (laughs) You can see bridges like the Brooklyn Bridge, these massive bridges that go across these big rivers. You can see them. You know what you can't see with the naked eye? The Great Wall of China. (laughs) so that's the one so it's completely opposite (laughs) totally not true yeah uh chris hadfield he's a canadian astronaut uh he was a internet famous there for a while uh he he talked about that on a in in an interview he talked about that on his own uh channel he did an interview at or a a talk rather at boeing uh at the museum of flight mandy and i went and saw him there he talked about it there he's like yeah I, i i looked real hard uh you can't you cannot see it from space you just can't it's like if i had my camera and i zoom way in then yes i could see it but with the naked eye i, I couldn't make it out and i look real hard but no can't see it from space total myth god it's fascinating yeah it is that is so interesting and i wonder who created that and why i mean because it's not like things people say well, and I mean, it's who knows. It's not like there's there's enough astronauts to be like, oh yeah, this can get lost in the weeds, right? Like there's still a select amount of people who have been to space who could look down at the Earth, and even with yeah. you know satellite photos and stuff, uh, I, I guess I just don't get. I'm like, what? <laughs> Someone subscribed <laughs> to that narrative and just kind of ran with it. It's it's that's, maybe they were doubling down and they were wrong. Only a lot of time, that's it. how these things go. Is people just say something and then. Other people's like, oh, that sounds good. That must be true. And then <laughs> that, that sounds scientific. Well, <laughs> this person seems like they know what they're talking about. I'm just going to repeat it forever. Yeah. Well, I got some lakefront property in Arizona to sell you if you want, or some oceanfront property in Arizona to uh, sell you if you want. Oh, that's a little harder to believe. <laughs> you mean you don't you don't like uh, the oceanic ocean that borders Arizona? Uh-uh. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I mean, Great Wall of China is still it's it's one of the wonders of the world, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's still uh, marvelous and, and amazing. But I mean, in that sense, shouldn't the pyramids be visible from space, too? They are like. Yeah. So so I, I guess that's that's why it's it's fascinating, because, I mean, people are like, yeah, it's the only human made structure of the Great Wall of China. Well, no, there's a lot if, if you're subscribing to that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fascinating. People, Great. Man. Well, that's my number are, three. People are people. What may it be? Depeche Mode. Um, let me <laughs> give it an Andre from the office. Depeche Mode. Um, here, let me read this real quick. Uh, but you know what is visible? I know you can't see the Great Wall of China, but you can see when you're thirsty, kind of, because you get you get all kind of weird. Um, so, you know, you got to drink some water and sometimes water doesn't always quench your thirst. But what can you use? Well, you just got to get a liquid IV. They're fantastic. You probably heard about them. We talk about them all the time because liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand that fuels your well-being. Their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. 
I just re-upped and got a whole bunch more, and I'm very happy about it because I love them. In just one stick, one powder, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a daily workout, when you're feeling run down, after a long night out, or when you're in space. I love using Liquid IV on all my hikes, bike rides, snowboarding, and backpacking trips. 12 delicious flavors keep your hydration routine exciting. You got strawberry, guava, lemon, lime, grape, and many, many more. They contain five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. With three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks, they are made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. The best news of all is that as a listener of this show and our other show, the Don't Be Crazy podcast, you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use promo code DBCRAZYPOD at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop for better hydration today using promo code DBCRAZYPOD at liquidiv.com. Thank you and stay hydrated. Okay, so for my third, we are going to this now. Tom, I look at you in the, in this in this image that we can see, but the listeners can't see. And even Eric with his, his beautiful kind of, who's the lead singer of Anthrax? Ian, whatever. Um, Ian Scott or something. Uh, yeah, anyways, you guys have some awesome facial hair. I Thanks. don't. I cannot grow facial hair to save my life, and I don't know what it is. So this myth, I believed for the longest time because I was like, this is going to work, right? So the myth is shaved hair grows back thicker and darker. This is not true. This is absolutely false. Now, people might have said this to you when you were younger, right? So you can you can shave it and do it, whatever, but that's not it. It's because the hair is newer. It may have not yet been bleached by the sun, and so it appears darker and thicker. Um, it also is it's because it's not straight. It's cut at an angle and uh, it's just basically like an optical illusion. So it's it's fascinating. It's it all comes down to genetics, basically, and your your, your body and your pores and all of that. Um, I unfortunately cannot grow a beard. I really, really wish I could. I got a hairy chest, but I would much rather have a hairy face. So call me crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think if I start shaving my hairline, it's going to stop receding. Yeah. You know, no, grow back that thick. That definitely I don't think... does not work. I wish, no. man. God, that'd be, mine's, mine's, mine's getting there too. But yeah, it's, it, it just, it is a fascinating thing though, too. And I know that that's why, especially for girls shaving their legs every day, I, you hear that a lot <clears throat> with them growing up is I remember all the girls are saying, oh yeah, you got to shave it all the time. Cause it's going to grow back thicker if you don't. So or other way around, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're getting at. Yep, pretty common myth. Just All right. crazy annoying stuff, but pretty simple. And I wanted to add it to the list. So I did. I like it. Good. Shave okay. all you want. Yeah, there you go. Thomas, what's your number four? Well, my number four, we're going to get a little morbid here. We're all going to die, right? No. <laughs> oh, Never mind. We're all going to die except for Eric, right? Right. No. <laughs> okay. I'm going to die. You're going to live forever. Oh, you okay. You went the other way. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm immortal. Well, then I don't have to worry about people thinking that my hair and fingernails are going to keep growing after I die because mm. that is false. That doesn't happen. It's because your body becomes dehydrated and your skin starts to kind of shrink, it looks like your fingernails and your hair get longer when really you are just dying more. <laughs> yeah. You are decaying away. Sorry. That's how it works. And we're all going to become worm food someday. And we just got to deal with that. 
guys. You don't get a great hairline after you die. It just doesn't work like that. I wish Weird. it did. Or wait. Oh, wait, I'd be dead. Never mind. I don't want uh, it to work like that. <laughs> yeah, but you'd be looking good. I'd be looking so good with my long fingernails because I've always wanted long fingernails um, Ew. <laughs> for doing cocaine or, or whoa. Wow. I know because there's people who have like the little pinky, the yeah, long pinky nail so that they uh, can sniff it on up. This is that's a family what, show, Tom. And that's what I'm looking for <laughs> in my death is to be able to do more coke. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. No, neither do I. Yeah, okay, no I, I just called. I just called the cops. <laughs> oh no, they're gonna come they and clip your clean nails. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll move on to my number four, which is a history myth. Uh, you've heard that Napoleon is a short guy, right? Well, this so is an on in honor of the film that's coming out here. I think this week, mm-hmm. starring Joaquin Phoenix. I definitely plan on seeing that. It looks interesting. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Uh, let's put this one to bed. Uh, he wasn't short. Napoleon was five foot seven. That's not even close to short. That wasn't short, remotely short at the time, 200 years ago. That was very, even even slightly above average, five foot seven. Uh, now, I think five foot seven is just below the median of the range of average. I think for adult men, it's like five six to five eleven is like the average height, and so it's maybe like a shade below the median line on that. But it's perfectly average height. Five foot yeah. seven is not remotely short. We're growers, um, not showers, Eric. It's totally average. <laughs> Five inches grow. is totally average. <laughs> there. Anyway. I mean, sorry. I thought we were talking about something. <laughs> anyway. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is what we do anyway. to interrupt. Family yeah. show again, right? Yeah. Yeah. Family show. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So he was the average height. And at the time, like I said, he was even a little bit taller than what would be expected. Why? He where that myth began, I'm not really sure uh, where yeah. it began that he was short um, or that he should be perceived as short. But there's a complex uh, named after him, the Napoleon complex. You've heard of it mm-hmm. where people who are smaller stature, sometimes they overcompensate for that. And it's called Napoleon complex. It has for no reason. I haven't, you know, I don't know where it comes from. I have done no research for this podcast today. None. Zero. <laughs> it's OK. <laughs> Well, there is a That's, History Channel article on it that I'll try to read really quick while you, do, while uh, yeah, you keep um, talking. Yeah, I guarantee but... other people have looked this up. I just didn't bother. Yeah, it is it is weird because you you would always hear that, like, small man syndrome, Napoleon complex. And, yeah, 5'7 is not small. It's, it's, it's I mean, it's not tall, but it's, it's not something that you wouldn't call them short. <laughs> it's very, very weird. But I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't get that. So short, just doesn't, shorty, short, short. Yeah, it doesn't really say in here um, why that was the case. But yeah, a whole complex based off of it is is fascinating. Um, I did hear, I try not to read reviews or watch trailers and stuff, but uh, I did hear the movie was good, not amazing, but it's just a very fun character study. And I think that alone, like it's really Scott, man, like in a war in a war movie, like, yeah, I <laughs> guided kingdom of heaven and black Hawk down. Like I'm and gladiator. I mean, I'm, I'm going to see it. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Yeah, well, so, well, Phoenix. It's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm in for it. Like, let's do this. His Ridley Scott's historiosity is not the, um, not the sharpest. No, um, no, it's not, not it's not like Mel Gibson bad. 
but it's not <laughs> freedom. Yeah, but it's not as it's a car not. drives wait, by in the wait, background. Wait, you mean? Are you telling me that that Independence Day wasn't founded by Mel Gibson, like like killing people because he wanted to avenge his son? That's not uh, how how our freedom was born. No. Oh, no. I love the Patriot. <laughs> it's an awesome movie, by the way. He no. kills he kills uh, Lucius Malfoy. He does. <laughs> but not before Lucius Malfoy kills the Joker. Oh, That's yeah. true. That is right. He does. <laughs> and he kills the kid from Toy Soul or Small Soldiers. That's right, he did. Good lord. Man, Lucius, what the hell's your problem? I'm not a child. Yeah. You're my child. You're my child. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's really good at yelling at stuff. Give me back my family <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> that's, a, yeah, that's, that's a fun movie. That's a fun movie. Yeah. And I it think... was based around things that did happen. Though, sure. But like, uh, you know, some of the other movies you mentioned there that uh, eh, hit a real hit or miss when it comes to the history on that. I will say that I wish and you know, I saw this on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Sorry, X. Sorry, Elon. Um, <laughs> historically, the, the the colors that the French wore. And the European armies at that time war were really, really, really bright. Mm-hmm. So why did Ridley Scott and why do filmmakers who try to make these period pieces of that time always try to dull down the color? They weren't dull. They were very, very bright, like extraordinarily like circus bright that the uniforms were that way on purpose. So I, yeah, I wish they would, uh, wish the costume designers would take that into consideration. It's the same gripe I had when I saw X-Men back in 2000 and Wolverine was not wearing a yellow suit. So it's exactly same the thing. same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to my number four. So this is a myth. It's a common myth, but it's not it's not a negative myth. So it's kind of a half truth. Now, the myth is that you need 10,000 steps a day to be healthy. Now. A lot of people will say that, right? And you'll hear fitness people being like, well, I I walk my 10,000 steps and that's what it is. And like while that's, or, you know, you can never get less than 10,000 steps if you want to be healthy or whatever kind of insert, you know, adage they want to put in there. Um, And that's not true. Actually, the origin of the 10,000 steps a day came from Japan back in 1965. And there was a Japanese company that made a a health device that was Manpokai, which translates to 10,000 steps meter. Now, the name was it was a marketing tool, and that's just become so ingrained in our lives that people are like, well, that's a good baseline. Now, by all means, if you move, it's healthy. Getting steps is healthy. But what this study did, uh, there was a big there was a Harvard study. There was a whole bunch. Uh, They showed that actually lowering your mortality rate overall, you only need about seventy five hundred steps. So as long as you're getting up and moving and not being sedentary, like you're fine. Uh, But the 10,000 is a good benchmark if you want it to be. But it's not a you have to get 10,000 steps or more kind of thing. So you don't need to beat yourself up if, you know, everybody who wears trackers you're you're not getting your 10,000 steps in a day. Like today, I'm at 4,000 as we speak because I didn't do shit. That doesn't mean I'm going to shave months off my life because of that. <laughs> well, it looks like I am way more healthy than you because I have 6,900 steps. God damn. You are so out of shape and so gross looking. Oh. <laughs> I can't oh. even look at you right now. Jesus. <laughs> your your hair you, keeps growing and your fingernails uh, keep growing because you're going to die soon. So. You gluttonous piece of shit. <laughs> As I'm eating a bucket of chicken or something. <laughs> so it, it's... It, yeah. 
It's not a cure-all. 7,500 will do. I mean, obviously, the more you move, the better. And I think that that's really important that people are getting steps in, especially with these these moves to remote jobs or to desk jobs. I know that was my biggest. The hardest thing for me leaving Target was not getting 20,000 plus steps a day because it was awesome to, to walk that much. And I'm a hiker and I stay active. I work out. But it does kind of hurt a little bit when you look and you're like, oh, I've only done 7,000 steps. But that's the whole thing is I need to get that out of my head and realize that's a myth. It's you you don't need 10,000 steps. It's a great benchmark, but that's not a, you know, end all be all. Yeah, I, I used to hit 14 to 20,000 steps when I was a valet and I could eat trash and and be fine with that. Once I moved to a desk job, it was like, oh, I got to change my eating habits a lot because I'm going to become a very fat person if I keep eating like this without doing 20,000 steps a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like things are going to get out of hand real quick. Especially when you had like $1.99 salmon and chips or whatever oh, it was at work. That was good. Biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Gosh. As, as a B&G, snack, baby. not even a meal. As just a like, snack. just as a pr- I'm on a break. I think I'll have some biscuits and gravy. What about second dinner? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he knows about afternoon tea. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. So there it is. There's the, the the Christopher Walken. Thomas, what's your fifth and final? All right, everyone. If you're going out and you're going to celebrate a wedding this this coming summertime. And the bride and groom are walking off to their car, and you're all handed a bucket of rice to throw up into the air. It's okay. You're not going to kill any birds. Guess what? Birds can digest rice because birds eat things just like us. There's nothing in their stomachs that is special and going to make them explode. I don't, I, I looked and I couldn't find why this started. Maybe people just don't like rice. Um, but yeah, birds are fine. <laughs> Let them eat their rice. It's delicious. I mean, you could cook it for them first, I guess. That'd make it a little easier, but they can eat that rice up. It's perfectly fine. Stop giving, not giving the birds their rice, Jared. Let them eat their rice, you pieces of shit. Yeah, it's a pretty Stop basic throwing, need. Like, confetti up in the air instead. No one can eat that. I, I mean, unless you like paper. Ugh, gross. Well, no it, it's, it is fascinating, too, because the rice toss apparently is a symbolic wish to the just married couple for a life of prosperity and fruitfulness, which to the ancient ancients meant many children. So that is why people throw rice. Uh, I don't think I've ever been to a wedding in my life where people have thrown rice. It feels like it's a, maybe a cultural thing or generational thing or whatever. I, I've actually never been to a wedding. I don't think where anyone's thrown anything like People just don't throw things. That, I've only been to like three weddings. So I don't know. Maybe it's just I haven't been to a lot. But <laughs> And yours is one of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nobody's ever just like throwing stuff in the air. Like uh, I've been to weddings where people custom. throw up at, but that's different. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that's just a, that's just what happens. I mean, it's just on, on par. <laughs> things get a little out of control. Yeah. Especially it is. With open bars. <laughs> That is, yeah, that really is fascinating too. Um, I think one thing I do remember, I'm going in the annals of, of my mind. Uh, I heard somewhere people were like, yeah, you know, don't throw it because of the birds. And really, I think what it was is it's just such a hard, it's a pain in the ass to clean up. Yeah. Because um, imagine if you're like outside of a church and you're like, God, I gotta go sweep all this. You gotta get all those grains of rice, which is kind of a pain in the butt. I think that's what it boils down to more. 
is someone created a myth so you don't you don't throw it (laughs) well speaking of the casino i remember on like new year's how like housekeeping hated it because everyone did all of that confetti on the inside and they have to sweep it up off of carpet and it's just like oh my god that's why i would always do it out in the parking lot where it's even worse (laughs) oh terrible us valets were dicks (laughs) it's raining out and we're just like throwing confetti on the ground that sticks to it oh jesus (sighs) they're worst eric what's your fifth and final fifth and final i wish i can give the exact quote or play it for you i wish i could just play the audio for you penn and teller had a show called bullshit for a long time (laughs) and one episode they did that is near and dear to my heart is about how the idea that vaccines cause autism fuck that they don't total bullshit total uh, complete utter gibberish and then the the way they let off the show it's like well let's just pretend for a moment they did and you got like 99 or like 100 bowling pins right in in like two different sections and like let's just go ahead and move this one uh out of the way it's like okay this is the one kid in in 100 who gets autism because of the vaccines let's go ahead and pretend that that's true In the 1920s, I actually do have a little bit of it right here. I'll read it. In the 1920s, before diphtheria vaccination was common, there was 13 to 15,000 deaths a year from that disease. If you got it, your chances of dying were about 40%. And they throw these balls and just start knocking down pins. So they had like a big glass shield called vaccines covering like the, uh, the 99 kids, that one section, right? That one section of kids who got the vaccine, uh, they're protected from all this shit. The diphtheria, they're from uh, from chick- uh, the, the pneumonia, rotavirus, rubella, smallpox, whooping cough, mumps, hepatitis A and B, meningitis, tetanus, even the chickenpox. For fuck's sake, I mean, we have vaccinations for all of these. So you look at like the one kid in a hundred. Even if it were true, which it fucking isn't, anti-vaccination would still be bullshit. Is their mm-hmm. point? And um, yeah, so that's my that's my number five anti-vaccination is total bullshit and it's i mean a lot of it too you know there are there were these studies that were were critically flawed back in the day and there were people that subscribed to that that have since recanted their their study or their claim with it where they they went along with the idea unfortunately we live in a world that that accepts that as it is and we you know we just have so much conflicting information out there online that it's very easy for one of us to go write something that looks to be i could say medicinesearch.com and it's like oh my god that looks like a reputable site um and so and this is goes back to what we were talking about with the correlations not causation I mean, people have to be really really careful on that and i know exactly what clip you're talking about it's really well done uh and i love it too because they're like vaccines cause autism they're like fuck that total bullshit <laughs> like they're, <laughs> they they're, they're so funny in that clip but it's it's great and i wish more people would realize that unfortunately like, i personally know people that think that that's the case and i'm like you're like, not even, even if it was true and one in 100 did get autism because of vaccines yeah vaccines would still be a really good deal absolutely i mean yeah there's a reason why people survive <laughs> all these things you're said diphtheria right like <laughs> it's also ableist it's also yeah. incredibly ableist yeah yeah so and it's, anti, you know yeah so it's insane. Anyway. It's insane to me. Um, and, and we obviously this it was exasperated, exacerbated by the pandemic, too, with the COVID-19 vaccine. I mean, it's a different discussion, but it's very hard to 
it's very hard because then you're going to get those people that will then start talking about the autism with that. And you're like, oh, boy. So it, it just opens up a whole can of worms that you don't want to open. Right. You can't vaccine against worms. Nope. And you can't vaccine against stupidity, unfortunately. So sadly true. All right. <laughs> what's your fifth and final? Sad but true. Um, OK, fifth and final. Now, this one, um, I and I'm surprised you guys didn't have this one because this one I heard growing up all the damn time. It's a beautiful sunny day. We'd go out to Clear Lake, which was our normal swimming spot, and we'd bring lunch with us. Well, we swim for a little bit. Then we go. We eat. Oh, no, no, no. You cannot go back into the water after you just had your sandwich. You have to wait 30 minutes to an hour before you swim because you're going to start cramping up. That's insane that I <laughs> I always jumped right in after shit. I'd eat while I'm in the water. <laughs> like there's no way that's going to happen. I mean, a normal size meal consumed before swimming is not going to cause cramping. It's it's possible to feel tired and fatigued after overeating, but that's just in general. Like we had our little Thanksgiving last night. We're going to have another Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving, but I was fatigued after eating because of just the food. It was it was a lot of food. And I was like, good thing I'm not swimming right now because I would be I'd be sinking. <laughs> I'd be dead. <laughs> it's it is such a fascinating myth. And I, and I wonder the the originate. Excuse me, the origination of that, I just, I, I have no idea. Yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. And my mom would say it, and we would jump in the pool anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah. we were like, yeah, okay, well, someone will save us, right? And I never got cramps while swimming. Like, I, I don't understand even why you would get cramps. Come on. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're a kid. You shouldn't be getting cramps anyway. Yeah, it's... Uh... I love it's, how we started off with a mom lie and we're ending with a mom lie. Mom's lie, man. Yeah, What's up with that shit, moms? <laughs> why why are you lying all the time? <laughs> or you know one that I was thinking of? Well, you know, let's I'll, we'll just save it for for uh, honorable mentions. Do you guys have any honorable mentions? Uh, you said two of mine. Uh, sugar makes kids hyper and peeing it for the jellyfish. Mm-hmm. Were, yeah. uh, were my two honorable mentions. I was going to mention it, it's not really a myth. It's just wrong. Um, that uh, people think that humans evolved from chimpanzees, and mm-hmm. that's like, that's just a misunderstanding of evolution. <laughs> so, but it's very prevalent. So it's not really a myth. It's just that a bunch of people are don't are just fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's kind of the same thing. I don't yeah. know what's what's the line between a myth and so I went back and forth on that one. Yeah, no, that makes sense. We're uh, all just idiots, is what you're saying. <laughs> Candace made me put this one. I, I couldn't add it to my list because I don't think I can explain it well enough. But the rule of I before E except after C, uh, that is not entirely accurate. Um, that's a common myth. And the reason why uh, I'll just surmise this the English language is very, very complicated. So this rule came out before a lot of words were created or, or spelt a certain way. So the word works for things like receive or conceited or deceive in those types of words, it works, right? But there's a lot of different exceptions um, to it, like C's heighten, albeit. So it's not it, it, it's not a set in stone rule. English is as difficult as, as it can be. That's why it's such a hard language to learn um, because there are so many like homonyms and, and homophones. Like there are so many weird ass things there, right? It's just fascinating. Um, the other one is coffee stunts your growth. I don't know if you've heard that or not, but- oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, because I am a towering five foot 11 and I drink coffee all the time. So I'm, I haven't shrunk and I haven't really grown either. So <laughs> those are mine. 
Okay. Well, uh, I will go through our lists of our top five common myths. Tom has going out in the cold makes you sick. Cracking your knuckles will cause arthritis. Don't ever do that again on air, please. <laughs> you will swallow eight spiders a year while sleeping. Your hair and fingernails continue to grow after you die, and rice makes birds' stomachs explode. Eric has everyone thought the earth was flat before Columbus sailed the world. Uh, treat a jellyfish sting by peeing on it. The Great Wall of China is the only human-made structure that is visible from space with the naked eye. Napoleon was short, and vaccines cause autism. Zach has sugar makes kids hyperactive. Chewing gum stays in your stomach for five to seven years. Shaved hair grows back thicker and darker. You need 10,000 steps a day to be healthy. And wait an hour after eating before you go swimming to prevent cramping. Great list, you guys. Uh, we're a bunch of liars. I'm glad we could clear all that up and, and hopefully educate some people a little bit, too. But anyways, you know, thank you for tuning in to the Top 5 Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at PodcastTop5 at ZachDale60 and at TomTop5. And then don't forget the lovely, wonderful at SnackBurglar, where you can give us ideas, tell us if we're crazy, or even suggest a topic for a future episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. Thank you, and remember, it is okay to be wrong, even though you think you're right. The problem with quotes on the internet is you can never be certain they're authentic. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> that Abraham Lincoln man, he was he was googling like a champ before we even knew how to. He was asking Jeeves left and right. So. One smart cookie, that guy. One smart cookie. What a techno wizard! Really good on Google. Oh boy. <laughs> Honest Dave, and he killed vampires too. Sure did. <laughs> yeah. All right. See you guys. Love you guys. Bye.